All right, all right, all right. Welcome to We Are Something Else, episode 99, 99 Problems. And we are here back tonight with our Black Business Series. And tonight, join us from Delicious Beverage, we have Al Rim, Al and Fanny Rim. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we're glad to have you here tonight. Um, we'll get into all the great things you guys have been doing. Uh, before we get to that, uh, E. Rich, CB, what's up? What's going on, man? Uh, whew, uh, it seemed like this week kind of went by fast. Um, it seems like we're every every other day seems like it's about to be Thursday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but it's good though. You know, we got a, a great uh, great group of people here. Um, we're gonna talk about some good things, and uh, you know, I'm excited because uh, also the holiday weekend is coming up, and uh, if nothing else, it's an extra day not working. So, absolutely, CB. Hey guys, um, kind of gonna say the same thing that you said. Like the the week has felt like it's kind of flown by a little bit. Um, and I'm also definitely, definitely looking forward to, uh, having an extra day off, just sleeping in, um, you know, just not having to set an alarm, definitely looking forward to, to that. But, you know, um, I always look forward to Thursday. We got great guests tonight. Excited to, uh, get the conversation going. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so Al, Fanny, welcome to the show. How how you guys, how was your week? Up to this point, thank you. It, it was going by fast as well. I got the notification that I was going to be, you know, a celebrity host on some show. I looked up and it was Thursday. I was like, oh, that can't be this week. So, thank you for your emails and correspondence, which kept me on track. Uh, yeah, and we yeah, we try to try to stay on top of things. Yep. Great. Um. So yeah, it did seem like the week went by. So we're just sitting here trying to figure out what we're gonna do for episode 100, which is coming up next week. And we've been at it for a while, and there's a lot of great things for for everybody's watching that trying to work on for episode 100. But before we get to that, gotta handle business tonight. So with that said, let's wrap. So this picture right here, uh, CBE Rich. Are you are you up on on this? So this is Ronald Green. Let me give some context. This is, this is Ronald Green. And for those who have not heard Ronald Green, Ronald Green was actually he pre he predates George Floyd in his situation. George Floyd was kind of the spotlight because there were cameras and you know there were people watching. But come to find out that uh, Ronald Green happened almost a year or two before. George Floyd wow. and like the, and it was uh Louisiana, I believe. Let me get, look at my notes, Louisiana, May um, of 2019. Uh, he uh, he led the cops on it, it was a, it was a chase, I don't think it was a long enough, not enough to end up in his death. Let's put it right. that way. Right. So, I don't even know where to start with this because there's so many layers to this. Uh, do we start with the cover up or do we start with? The crime or what crime, right? Because the cover-up, I think the cover-up is the crime in this case because they told his mother that he died in a car crash. Wow. And so for up until, I'm assuming, a week or so ago, she hadn't seen footage and she had just taken the police for their word that her son had died in a car crash. 
well, then there's also footage from the body cams that come out of them just taking this guy out of his car. You know, he's apologizing at this point for, I guess, a little bit of inconvenience he's, he's caused. They take him out the car. They begin to tase him, cuff him, kick on him. You know, all these things that you wouldn't think that what happened warranted all of this or any of that, no matter what the crime is, right? Um, handcuffed him, hands behind his back, and then they left him on his, in the prone position, which we've all come to know that term if you watch the George Floyd, um, the Derek Chauvin murder trial. Um, and he actually, he, I'm, we're assuming he died from that. That was one of the reasons. And then in some of the footage, you see him trying to kind of crawl back and lean against the car to get his breath. And another cop comes and kicks him back down. So we can, we can do it. We can go around before I, to see where everybody is with this. E, had you heard about this? Yeah. Um, unfortunately, the, the <laughs> it's it's not that it, have we heard about this, if you don't know it in particular. It's all the other cases that sound just like this that have been going on from time and time again. Um, again, uh, something you said kind of resonates. And, and it's the cover-up is always the crime. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's just the accountability uh, that comes with it. Um Listen, look at the, the, the irony of the mother accepted what the police told her. And that's the way that we're still kind of preconditioned. You would think that that's the honorable thing. And that's just what happened. Right. Because let's anybody doesn't want that phone call, that knock on the door, that a loved one is passed in an accident. And that's how you're having to hear about it. Right. Um to only find out that there's more layers to it, to the cover up of, you know, and then you, you got them on the body cam with listening to what they're saying, how they're reacting to it. Um, I believe the, the, the chief or one of the higher ranking officers came and it was just kind of like, you know, good job, <laughs> you know, yeah. what, what, you know, keep doing what you're doing, you know, and, um, it just, like I said, it, it, this, it goes back to when we were highlighting the, uh, the, the the murder or Dev uh, Chauvin or whatever is that the accountability of one guy going to prison is, is has it has desensitized me to all the rest that still have yet to get dealt with and um, you know you you shy on that side of you want to believe and hope that eventually a, a, a justice system that was built long time ago that should be redone. Um, uh, come around, but then you also kind of get that moment where this is where you want us to kind of have that, you know, something else has got to be done in order for it to change. So, yeah. CB? It's like, like you said, you know, we, it's just, it's another one that we've, you know, have to really see the, the dark side of humanity here. You know what I mean? Like, to tell such a lie, you know, to a mother, you know, when they got dealing with something like this and then, you know, for, for it actually to come to light is, I mean, I can't even imagine how, how she must feel. You know what I mean? Like it's like reopening a a wound. Yeah. And it's making it worse. You know, exactly. Like this, there's no way that reopening this type of wound this way, you know, 
like there's no way that this is better. Um, you know, hopefully from the standpoint, uh, you know, there can be some justice, but it just goes to show where the disconnect is between what we are expecting to be going on and what actually is uh, going on behind the scenes, you know? Right, right. Al, Fanny, had you heard about this? Yes. Um, again, you know, it's the same story. Um, I saw uh, one of the attorneys uh, went live today on Instagram, Lee Merritt, and, you know, just bringing all this evidence of uh, this police officer wrongdoing to light, showing the video footage. Um, it's, it's really sad. It's, it's past, it's really past sad. <laughs> because I don't understand when the police officers do these things, why isn't that a crime? Exactly. I just don't understand them not being charged with a crime. Because and, if the other person had done this, yeah. they'd be charged with a crime. Absolutely. But when police officers kill innocent people, unarmed, unarmed people, uh, cover it up, it's not a crime. It's an administrative leave. It's, yeah. you know, suspension. It's not a crime. So I just want to get to a point where these police officers know if they go against, you know, the rules and the legal actions that they're going to be charged with a crime. Absolutely. I, I'm uh, find myself continuing to be offended by, you know, how uh, the police treat black folks versus how they treat, I'll, I'll just say white folks in the same type of situation, right? You, you were doing a high speed chase, joyride, whatever it was, you get pulled over, and how they would res respond to how a white had done that yep, yep. The degrees worse, and how they just, when you look at the footage, it just seems like they don't feel like this person is a human being. Um, he's less than a human being. Right. And then the second thing is the complete 100% cover-up. Like, everyone must have had to get off and huddle up and decide on what the story was going to be. That is a conspiracy, right? Mm -hmm. And so a conspiracy should warrant some serious jail time. I'm not going murder, so. Absolutely, no, great point. Um, and now that all this has come to light, all of a sudden, well, we were doing the investigation. I mean, mind you, two years, you know, we've, we've been investigating this. You know, this is a, you know, we're, we're taking this serious, but two years later, and there, there was one officer, I don't know what his rank was, caught on audio and he was i mean all kind of degrading language was coming out of this guy's mouth and he he admitted to you know roughing roughing that guy really good right mm -hmm. well you can't have this guy take this you can't the thing about this guy the irony is he died in a single car crash last year wow they said the hammer was getting ready to come down on him he was getting ready to supposedly lose his job behind this or something and a single car crash happened and he's gone. So, we, you know, you can read between the lines there or maybe not, but, you know, irony, I would say. Uh -huh. But we, we've told this story 
a lot, not this particular story, but all of these stories a lot over the past year or just through the course of the podcast. Is always is, There's always one. There's always going to be one. No matter when you think you're in the clear, there's always going to be one. And we know the severity. It's always, most of the time, it's, it's always the worst. It's always death. Right? And I, at some point, accountability, I mean, that's a word that's thrown around a lot. But where, where does it come in at? Where? And at this point, I mean, yeah, Chauvin is doing a little bit of jail time. We still don't know how, how much, you know, how long he's going to get. You know, he's in there. But this, you know, the, the sentence will probably is going to be nowhere near what he deserves. But, you know, th- maybe there'll be some accountability in there with, with the years that he gets. We'll see. Um, but just, you know, one day. Maybe the story won't be the story. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. It's always the story. Exactly. So speaking of stories, good transition here. This seems to be an ongoing trend uh, <laughs> on social media. And within the last couple of years, or maybe before that, it seems that ladies are proposing to their gentlemen. I don't know, you know, where are they getting tired of waiting? But this seems to be the trend. Now, I, I want to send this around. Um, oh. we'll, we'll start. We'll start with. No. Yeah, let's start. We'll start with you at the top. Let's start with. Let's start with Alan Fanny. Oh. How do you? How do you feel about this? <laughs> <laughs> the way Al was looking at it. Wow. <laughs> wow. I, you know, I'll go ahead and speak up. I think it's it's, it's heroic. It's. Uh, it's it's risky, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, it's bold, uh, and sometimes men just are lames, right? And they need they need a little prompting sometimes. And if you feel confident in your in your man or whatever, that he's just weak, <laughs> he needs some prompting, or you 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 feel like, hey, you know what? I'm worth more. Uh, Either you step to the plate and take a swing or I'm out. And sometimes a man doesn't respect you until you, you know, pull the trigger like that. And so, you know, I say good for him. Hmm. Um, it's a no for me. <laughs> no, I'm not proposing to any man. I said it was risky. <laughs> I mean, exactly, it's very <laughs> because I, I, men know when they want to marry you or not. Absolutely. So if you know, if you can't talk to them and say, "Hey, you know, where's this going? You know, I'm interested in sharing my life with you." You can hint or just be blunt and tell them what's going on and express yourself. And if they don't take the reins and, you know, make the move, then that's not the guy I want. Because if he can't make a decision on, you know, who he wants okay. to be with, and then what other, what's next? He won't be able to make a decision on purchasing a home or you know, starting a business. <laughs> and yeah, I'm all the way out on that one. 
Nice. Maybe I am sharing my life with you. <laughs> and Sarah and Susan. <laughs> <laughs> and Monique. <laughs> CB, how do you feel about this? Um as as an unmarried uh single man, it's I mean, more power to him. Um, but I, I kind of, I, I can kind of side with both Al and Fanny to, to both, like both sides of, of the argument. Cause, um, you would expect as a dude that you would want to be able to make that decision. And, um, I know I have friends who I know that their ladies had to drop plenty of hints that it was time because they had been together for a number of years and, when you're bordering on uh what's that called it's like legal um common like law. Common law. Yeah, like, yeah yeah when you've been together long enough that basically the law is about to look at it like yeah no you guys are together you know it, you should probably you should probably just bend the knee at this point yeah. you know what i mean because if you're not going to bend the knee, unless you guys are just like yo filing taxes separately is way cooler we're just going to keep doing this um, you know, if you don't want those tax breaks or whatever, you know, I guess that's one thing, but I would more power to the ladies, but I honestly don't know how I would react. Like if I was the dude in that situation, cause like, all, what if I also was planning something, you know what I mean? And she undercut me like that. Like, oh, you know, cause you need son. Well, that's what I'm saying. You know, like. When I saw some of these where it's like uh, the girl knew the dude for like 10 days. And I'm just like, yo, what is going on? Like in whether you're the guy or the girl making that decision, that's probably not smart. But, you know, it, it is what it is. More power to, to these ladies for being, uh, you know, strong in that sense. But you would like to hope that, uh, you know, the dudes would have the fortitude to be able to shit or get off the pot. Katapos here, my wife proposed I do the dishes tonight. I told her lady shouldn't propose. <laughs> e, how do you feel, man? It's weird because I think it's, uh, uh, I want to say uh, maybe a generational thing, right? Like a, a younger generational thing. Um, you know, I think we've got into that conversation before about tradition, you know, or traditional things and and, and how, you know, it's always been. Uh, it's interesting to see because, you know, uh, if you will, our generation of, you know, we'll take it back to Jim and, and uh, you know, Jim Jones and Chrissy, you know, everybody kind of looked at her like she's a strong black woman, but she did this, you know, to a guy that is of, you know, a, a, a statue that everybody was like, well, if it took her to do that, then, you know, what was really good is she still stayed around, you know what I mean? Whether it was legit or not, um, I think, you know, there's some context behind that. Clearly, every relationship has its own story of the reason why things are happening. Um, but it's interesting to see because, uh, like you said, CB, there's some that do it with no hesitation, no time. They just, this is what they want. Um, no consequences. Probably don't know the other family from who shot John and what they really getting into. <laughs> so, you know, uh, it's interesting though. But, you know, I think that 
you would hope that it's all about that both of them come to that agreement and that when the guy does it, that it's the mutual feeling that both of them have and not just one over the other. Um, and I think that's what makes the story, right, is that it's the mutual feeling that both have for that moment. I'm going to, I mean, I'm going to pose a couple of questions here because there's a couple of things that can play into this, right? So one, like you said, you know, women will give hints when they're ready, you know, that they, you know, whether it's in a ring circle, you know, in a book or, or internet ad that just still, you know, that just happens to be up of K jewel that that's a hint. Right. But, and that's what she wants to gotta do. But what, where is the hint? Guys, I don't think guys would drop hints. I don't, I, I think honestly, until, you know, the pressure is there, most guys are going to ride it out until, it is is do or die. It's that you know, I'm moving on, or we gonna move, we gonna move together. Like in that, the pressure's there. So, for 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 this lady in this picture, or for any lady to to get down and propose, are you seeing hints, or is this just something? That, this is just the other way of dropping the subtle hint. Is just to go ahead and do it. Like you're not catching up on my hints. I'm just gonna do it because you're not gonna do it. That's the biggest hint possible, right there. Right. You know? it's just <laughs> that's not a staged picture. That's that happened. <laughs> right. Well, that's definitely no, a stage. That's this one's definitely staged. a staged picture. That's this one's definitely never, staged. Not a I've never seen reaction. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've never seen the guy's reaction. I've never seen a guy. Any of the videos I've seen, the reaction like that. So definitely staged. Yeah. Okay. Right, so why does a woman get down on her knee? Hmm? If she's that, I mean, I thought that was like out of respect for a man, you know, the late. I don't know why the women get down on their knees. But it's, uh, at that point, if you're going to do it, like all the roles have reversed. If 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 you're taking this into your own hands and proposing to your gentleman or whatever, like the roles are going to be like, how do you from there? How are things going to be defined? Well, that's by just the, crazy. That's def- that's the it, major stepping point right there. But it's defined by that story that they're gonna tell, like when they're around their group of friends, that she proposed to him, right? Like, and that's how in everybody else's story. But again, that's why I said, like, I think it's the generational that you know they're 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 kind of on that. You know, we don't we understand tradition, but if that's not us, you know, it's like right. let us do us. If they're happy, then you know nobody's gonna question how that became a part. Now, yes, the older maybe their parents would look at oh boy like yo he's weak but if she's saying that i'm so happy with him and this is what i wanted to do they that that's at the end of the day what they should be caring about because she could have picked somebody that you know didn't treat her well that you know taught you know just all kind of that it could have went left but are you gonna hang your hat on that she had she that she decided to do this on her own i wish i knew somebody that did that I would love to question them, like the thought process. I, I wish I knew someone. Um, right, let's see here. So this right here, don't take LeBron as the storyline, but he he is the the reason why we're having this conversation. So um, it came out last week. LeBron went to a a, a party, supposed to be COVID safe or whatever, um, but. You know, it wasn't a mask worn or whatever, and he could have gotten in trouble. But nobody's going to suspend LeBron. That's not the story. The story is 
that there is no transparency from LeBron if he got vaccinated or not. No one really knows the answer. So that's the 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 sports outlets that I've seen. Everybody's in hysterics. They want to dive deeper into this man's life to know if he's been vaccinated. So my question for this is, do you care, and don't just take it as LeBron, but any of, any of your public figures, do you care or not to know if they've been vaccinated? Does, does that matter? Is that something that should be public? You want to start it? Go ahead, e. Yeah, let me start on this one. No, I don't give a damn because that's their personal business, and I don't, I don't, I don't need to know what they got going on with their personal life. Uh, I also <laughs> didn't ask for, you know, to know if their family got the flu shot or, you know what I mean, uh, you know, if they subscribe to, you know, we are, we are something else podcast because we're a black podcast. You know, like, you know, whatever it is. At that point, I don't know. And let's just be honest. You take it to work. That's confidential information. Now, that's for the masses to be more so you're pumping it so that you can get people behind you as if you're promoting it. Right. Like this is the thing to do. Um, But he's his own person, just like all all of us are. And we have our own decisions to make. Um, I think LeBron has always been a person that has said, uh, I control my family and what is put out in the uh, what's what's put out in the social media and for that be for that purpose alone um i don't think you'll ever know until he wants you to know and elena by the way elena and quintopo are married so she's the one to propose that he does the dishes but <laughs> she is saying now that uh since lebron is, a, is vocal absolutely he should be his his record of being vaccinated should be let you know the public should know cb um I personally don't care. Uh, it's one of those things where similar to E, you know, it's it's their own personal business. And just like, yeah, I know that if someone's uh, a sports figure, or some kind of celebrity, you know, the public has a certain access into their life already. And to some degree, kind of feel entitled to, you know, more than that. And there, there's there's got to be a line somewhere, but at the at the end of the day, if people are doing what they're supposed to be doing, then whether it's you know public knowledge or not, probably isn't going to be make or break. But for me personally, I don't care. Um, if people want to post that they've gotten it, that's you know that's great, that's good for them. Um, I know plenty of people that also have gotten it that didn't make a big deal about it. So um, you know, to to each their own. But I personally, it's not something that um, I am making. I'm not making my decision because what, like because LeBron got it or, you know, because um, the president got it or whatever. You know, I'm making that decision for me. Oh, oh. oh you're on mute. mute. Oh, my bad. Uh, do you care if your public figures have been vaccinated, Al Fanny? Uh, I do not. Um, but again, just like, you know, CD was stating, if you're going to stand up and, you know, um, promote it, then I think you should have it and prove that you've taken it. But just off of GP, I don't think it's anyone's business if you take the shot or not. It's a personal choice. Absolutely. Um. I think as a, a well-paid, highly paid, richest person <laughs> that's out there entertaining <laughs> us 
And if you go down with COVID, it's going to be incredibly disruptive to the league, not to mention um, the protocols that they have to, whoever else was with you, uh, they got to go down, they got to be quarantined. So it's a tremendous disruption to the league and you're making that money, go get the shot and tell people you got the shot. That's my opinion. There you go. Okay. All right. Well, once again, we're back with our Black Business Series. And tonight we have Al and Fanny Rim of Delicious Beverage joining us tonight for our Black Business Series. Welcome to the show again. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so I'm going to lead off the questions um, uh, because I, I met, uh, I was at Malia's Kitchen. They were on for our Black Business Series a couple weeks ago when I was down there visiting the truck and you guys had um, a friend, you had Mark set up out there uh-huh. and Mark, great guy, pushing pushing the products pushing it. and he had, I had follow I followed him on social media for a while and he had been talking about this company and then Katrina and Adonis the owners of Malia Malia's kitchen kept talking about the beverages okay well I'll come out if he's out there I'm gonna try it mm-hmm. so I go out there and the flavors there's one flavor that stuck out in particular to me was the spicy pineapple come on now I want to know how, <laughs> how how did you come up with the idea to make a spicy pineapple syrup that can go in tea or lemonade. What that what came what was was behind that flavor? I, I gotta be honest with you. I was at a uh, uh, a party or uh, an event, yeah. uh, and um, there was some spicy lemonade on, on the table, and I was like, "Spicy lemonade? What what is that?" Right? And so um, I. I I got a glass of it and I sipped on it, very refreshing. Then there was the heat came after it and kind of blew me up. And I was like, (laughs) I needed more drink to cool down. And then I got hot again. And I was like, oh my God, this shit is amazing. (laughs) I was like, everyone needs to be on this shit right here. Oh man, it's addictive. just keep drinking it and uh ours is uh you know a little mix of uh chipotle and jalapeno and that uh, the sweetness and the tartness of our lemonade it just makes it uh an incredible product it's not for everybody but we believe that we're going to enter the market with a very unique product that could blow up big time oh my god yeah amazing amazing that was the first one i had to go to Oh, no, but what Mark, what Mark is, um, I was telling that you can also, for people that say it's too spicy, if you mix it with the second most popular flavor, cucumber, mm-hmm. you get the coolness of the cucumber, yeah, then the heat of the spicy pineapple. Yeah. It's a whole party in your mouth. It really is. Absolutely. Yeah. Love that. Um, Al, Fanny, could you guys just uh, kind of tell us how Delicious Beverage got started? Like what was... Uh, what prompted you know the business well we're serial entrepreneurs and um i personally have started numerous businesses and failed at numerous things right and i think it takes that failure and trying to really get your legs under you so you recognize where you're screwing up um 
second thing that contributed to the success of this was me getting married to this lady here. She uh, sort of uh, grounded me. That's a word. Um, yeah, so maybe I was out there bad. I don't know. But uh, the, 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 grind, the grounding allowed me to focus. Um, and it could have been anything, but we, we decided that, uh, you know, it was a little bit after we had tasted this spicy pineapple that we were thinking of, you never go to a place, go to a, a restaurant or go out dinner and come home talking about the beverages, right? You, you come home talking about the steak or the dessert or whatever, but have you ever come home talking about the spicy lemonade? That, that, that never happens. Our drinks are uh, custom made, um, you know, all the best Fresh ingredients, meat. you know, no artificial flavors or colors. And we wanted to make them with the best ingredients. So uh, it's a party in your mouth. Um, and and so we, we've made and attempted numerous flavors. There's just a few of them, nope. but each one is unique. And um, uh, we wanted each one that people taste to be the best peach they've ever had. Oh, the best God. strawberry they've ever had, the best mango they've ever had, and then our our um, signature drinks, um, the spicy pineapple, the Caribbean, which is actually the number one selling uh, Caribbean, is it's amazing. So I had that in the tea. So I was I, I lingered by the table and I just kept hitting <laughs> pay on my on, on the PayPal and cash out. <laughs> Oh, you was you was paying? Oh, yeah, 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 no, I was paying. No, I was, I was. We support black business. We support. I was hitting the the sin, the sin payment every time. I was because I wanted to try, and I actually did try the Caribbean mixed with the tea. And like you said, he I had the peach. Uh, I did try the cucumber. I tried the spicy pineapple, uh, but I did the pineapple with the lemonade. He only had the lemonade ready to go at, at the very beginning. That was the first one I wanted to try. I was impatient. okay. Okay. I was impatient, but it pair, <laughs> everything pairs yeah. well. Yeah. And it's like, oh my. I'm, e, go ahead. Your question, because I'm about to. I can be gloating all night. Go ahead. E. No. So, uh, two part question. One: uh, Do these uh, said uh, drinks travel all the way to the West Coast? Because if so. Um, I need to be able to put in an order so I can get those out here so that I can um, I can taste them and and have the same oh. reaction that uh, that oh. Cleo's having. We'll, we'll we'll get them out to you expeditiously. Yeah, we uh, follow. As a matter of fact, a, a little promo for us for the Memorial Day. Uh, the promo code is DB Memorial Thirty One. DB Memorial Thirty One. Thirty one percent off during Memorial Day. So I mean, up until Memorial Day. So. We're trying um, to move some numbers. It'd be a great time to to, to dial it up at deliciousbeverage.com. Delicious oh. uh, DB31, right? Name, I was going to say what contributed to the name also is the fact that every time someone tasted the product, it's like, this is delicious. This is really delicious. And we'd be like, actually, that's the name. <laughs> that's cool. And so that you also unique, um, people love Arnold Palmer. So we can make an Arnold Palmer with any of our drinks. So we do a Caribbean, a cucumber, a spicy pineapple Palmer. So we can do any Palmer you like. That's right. And we, like you said, everything is custom made. We make it to order. 
You can mix, batch, put them however you want. And either way they come out, everywhere, it's going to be delicious. Even the kamikaze. <laughs> so so that kind of goes into the second question that I had. Um, you know, typically when we have guests on here, uh, I'm always curious as far as uh, when it's about, you know, whether it's food, drinks, or whatever products that they make. Um, what goes into the process of picking the combinations, right? Like the lab, like, you know, uh, Al, you might have a certain palette, you know, Fanny, you might have one, like, I, like you said, somebody might like the heat, somebody might like this or sweet sure. and sour. Uh, and then what's one that you put together that you was just like, we definitely can't sell this because it is horrible. Like, I mean, I, I know everybody has that. Cause um, it, there's gotta be. <laughs> <Al's> like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was it? Tahiti bikini. That, but he said horrible. So that that was really delicious, actually. No, it was. No, it, it was it was okay. It yes. tastes good. Right. But we had to kill it because right. our goal is delicious. True. So if we taste and sample, we have the kids taste and sample. If they don't say delicious, then it's out. If, if they don't, they right. taste it and they say, "Oh my right. God, it's delicious." It doesn't make it. And you know what's funny? We uh, initially had flavors that we would reserve. And when you're out there in the field, during the concessions, you promote them in different, like, oh, this goes best with lemonade. This goes best with tea. And we were, we found out we're making a mistake with that. Like, you can't predict what people are going to like right. and what flavor, what ratio, Absolutely. any of that. Absolutely. And uh, in one market, like uh, Arizona, we have an affiliate in Arizona. The number one flavor is cucumber tea, where we were only pushing the cucumber in the lemonade. And so we, we've learned to just take people's order. And if they say they want a spicy pineapple tea, then spicy pineapple tea is what they get. And uh, people uh, are just, they love the product. They love, I think the ability to make your own and, and, and call it your own and make a unique beverage where it's not something canned and what everybody else has. Mm -hmm. I know uh, that I think that contributed to our success. Uh, we got a question from uh, the comment section. Uh, are your beverages in grocery stores? Um, it's mostly uh, online, um, but, and we have a few online stores that are also affiliates. Um, Juno.com, I believe, is the one of the online stores, uh, but. Uh, delicious beverage is uh, where our promo codes work best. So, <laughs> um, but we are planning on um, opening, and this might have been a question coming up. Uh, we're going to open our uh, restaurant, and it, it kind of contributes to. Uh, we're transitioning from we were out in the field doing concessions, mm -hmm. fairs, concerts, and all that stuff, uh, and we're going to take those same um, formats and drinks into a uh, restaurant format. Um, and we also have a passion for um, cr creating a black manufacturing company. So not only do we want to have a product on the shelf, we want to manufacture it, bottle it, package it, create the graphics and all the different things that go into it. Um, so we're keeping those dollars as much uh, in the community, but also in the business as we can. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so my, my question so you you creating these flavors, right? So somewhere along the line, somebody I'm assuming has to be some type of scientist have has to be able to 
pay it has to know just the amount of this and what it takes you right. just, you just you're not gonna just come out of nowhere and have something that good well we, we've been lucky but I, I I do have some <laughs> uh, a chemical engineering background but you know I started my career at Kraft Foods um, which kind of taught me about setting up panels the taste and all of that but my, my wife surprisingly was very good at it right and um, and as I remember when working for Kraft, there were these flavor panels and flavor chemists, right? And they just had a, a sense of what went well together. And um, uh, and so she contributed greatly to uh, some of the most popular flavors. And sometimes it's just, uh, I contribute by knowing, you know, what stays fresh and uh, how much moisture we have to have in the product to make sure it's shelf stable and all those different things that, uh, because a shelf stable product was the goal, uh, we, we wanted to be able to put these things on the shelf and not have to refrigerate them until after you open them. So that helps us. We're, we're all set up for putting it in a grocery store. Uh, we're nice. just, uh, we're gonna go Amazon, then probably walmart.com, um, and then probably since Amazon's connected to uh, the store they just bought. Oh, um, oh my gosh. Whole Foods. Whole Foods. Exactly. So you do well on Amazon, and then they, if, if you've got the right formula, it's with the, you know, you can't have certain ingredients in your product, you, uh, you can be in uh, Whole Foods as well. Uh, but, you know, we've also attracted a big, huge vegan crowd uh, and vegetarian crowd. Um, we've had a lot of uh, other menu options to our to our portfolio, uh, and so that's kind of be the, the, the for the restaurant. So, uh, and hopefully we'll be able to bring those things to market as well. Nice, that's awesome. Um, for the restaurant, mm -hmm. normally there's a food component. Can you guys speak to what you guys are uh, planning from that standpoint? Um, sure. Oh, well, how can we how can we forget? Go ahead, man. <laughs> we make a vegan grilled cheese sandwich that is crushing the competition. Like we'll be at events and you'll see people with these complicated menus, the fish and the chicken and you know all the prep work that goes into that. We roll up with some bread and some cheese and some butter. And it's going down. That <laughs> made grilled cheese. That grilled, grilled, grilled cheese. We we're good at marketing. And so and then you can also add some. So we add uh, tomato. We add vegan jalapeno. Wow. Vegan bacon. And when you add those things, we call it the works. And so we'll say grilled cheese, the works. You know, <laughs> people love so it. It's a lot of entertainment. That's awesome. That's awesome. Entertainment. Plus, we do the shakers. Like, so once we mix the flavors in, we yeah. have shakers. And so, the, the, all the ladies that are, you know, working in the in the field, they have shirts that say shakers on them. You know, the shaker girls. Oh, we don't do that anymore. She knew that, wow. so that's a that's a wow. that was a private joke, and I I didn't know. <laughs> it, it made sense to me, but she probably wouldn't have green light that shirt if she'd have known what it meant. 
gotta. I, I just started going to theatrics, you know. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to do a beverage mixology book that comes from the, the comment section? I've been begging Fanny to do that book for going on a year now. Come on. But we're trying to do some how to make videos, right? And so a couple of them are already on our website. But we want to be able to show not only how to mix, but, you know, what to mix it in, some menu, some menu ideas. Yeah, a few different recipes that some people going to try, you know, uh, mixing uh, more of the flavors together because they really do pair well together. And then depending on what you're eating, it tastes good with certain foods like the grilled cheese. That's, you have the little sweet and the buttery flavor mm -hmm. from the grilled cheese. So we do have uh, a few things <laughs> up our sleeve that we want to pass on to the public. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Good. Gosh. So, um, one of uh, I'm gonna keep beating this uh, this dead horse. Uh, Go ahead. <laughs> so, uh, you know, um, one of the things that 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 you know sparked all of this, um, the Black Business Series that we that we have highlighted over so so long, um, and over time is you know uh, one the resiliency of you know the the slogan we get it through the mud you know even through a pandemic. You know, we, we find a way to still kind of maintain and, and uh, if not even uh, thrive, you know, through it, uh, because, you know, what we put behind our our business, our product. Um, and one of the things that, you know, that I hang my hat on um, is a, a Black Wall Street. And when you had talked about, you know, from the uh, wanting to bottle to the whole nine, um, it's a sense of I feel like, you know, there's there's enough business in that area of do you, and I guess really this is kind of a imagination of, of mine that I have. Um, if you were able to do that, do you see that being a, a, a major staple in creating other black businesses that will go through you that then we can start creating our own, if you will, block of businesses, if you will, that are just us based upon, the good products that we're trying to present to the community, which is our community first. Did, did Mark forward you my business? Right. Because that is right on. No, point. this, they, that, no, uh, uh, the, uh, I, I forgot, uh, my man's name from the Adonis, uh, Ad Adonis. He, he, cause I had on a black wall street shirt and, uh, yeah. I've been, I've been screaming black wall street for a very long time. Cleo, since he first met me, I, I had it on my football Jersey. Um, it's just cause I really, when I, when I was taught, and not listen. And when I say that, I mean it in a certain way. When I was taught that history, right? Yeah. And I, um, and I understand it. Uh, me coming from California and then moving out there, seeing all the black people that were in PG County, and to identify that we didn't have not one strip mall that was just us, blew mm. my mind with all mm. the. Yeah. stuff that we had the resources right. uh, we were so you know everybody was so proud to say they were from pg county and oh, i'm a lawyer i'm a doctor i'm all of this right. and i'm like where the money at then you right. know what I mean? yeah. so uh that and i'm sorry to go into that but when you said the bottling it's almost like that's that back that's the the initial foundation of creating more yeah. in our yeah. community the, the, the name of our uh, manufacturing is called black manufacturing um, and so, uh, in short, we're black manufacturing, it's black man, right? So uh, that's uh, the name, I already got the LLC. I've already been in contact with the um, 
uh, We Buy Black uh, folks. And um, they basically said, if you build it, we will come, right? They've got a whole mess, uh, they've got a bevy of people that are making products in their garages, um, you know, in warehousing and so forth that aren't up to standards. They don't have the right compliance. Um, they don't understand quality the way I do. I I'm the head of quality in my day job, but I'm not going to give them a even though, even though they are my uh, primary investor, right? Yeah. So uh, they don't know that. So if this video gets leaked, uh, I love you guys. My little thing I'm doing. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. My wife, she runs the company. Uh, yeah. So I, she just asked me to come on tonight, and um, uh, yeah, they be watching. They be watching. Oh, okay. So. Um, so I, I was telling my wife, the first thing we have to do is manufacture our own stuff, right? So we've got a powder line because we this is an instant uh, lemonade, right? And what we pride ourselves on is that uh, we want it to, to be the same deliciousness every time, right? When you, when you um, if you mix it up and use the fresh lemons, you know, you can get different varieties of lemons um, that can have off notes and off certain things. But we found a way to lock that same flavor in um, uh, every time. And so when people come back, you want them to be able to say, oh, that's delicious beverage, right? You, you tasted that tartiness probably when you're out there. And uh, we, we just wanted to keep that locked in. Plus, it's also a way to get other people involved, right? If we were bottling it and, and then trying to get other folks to get out there and sell it, you know, that's problematic, it's uh, being spoiled. But as you saw, Mark, he mixes up fresh in the field and anyone can do it. And he probably was by himself out there uh, yep. making that money, right? So yeah, that, that's, the, that's the business model for the future franchise is that, hey, you can come in to Delicious Beverage as a uh, concessions all the way up to this restaurant model that we're about to build. And so um, that's exciting. So I was. We're going to be a restaurant in the front and a manufacturing and fulfillment center in the back. And so the powder line can not only bottle and, and package our product, but anybody else out there that's making a, a powder type product, we can change the packaging, change the line, change the, the, the whatever the size, and then boom, packaging for them. Our bottling line that's bottling this, if you make something that can go through our bottling line, then boom, we just clean, flush, boom, run your product. Uh, we plan on also having a um, uh, cosmetics and uh, hair care, all the things that you know black people are really good at. And go ahead. Because the problem is, um, a lot of times as a small business, you can't afford to have your product manufactured because you know the bulk size. They want you to do 500 units or a thousand units, and sometimes you only need you know maybe 50. A week is what you're doing. So a lot of times that that stops some of our uh, fellow entrepreneurs from being successful because they can't get their products made. So we it's wanted called to, the minimum order quantity, MOQ. It kills us. Mm -hmm. So that's the reason why we want to start um, our manufacturing business so we can help our fellow entrepreneurs. Oh, wow, that's awesome. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. I, I think that one, first of all, we want we want to thank you guys for joining us because this you know these are the conversations that 
why this why we did this series because there are a lot of black businesses that need spotlight or may not need it, but they're thriving. Like we found when we started a black business series that we were actually doing good out there than more than more so than any stories of bad you know businesses being bad everything everybody we come across with thus far has said that business has been good for them during the pandemic mm-hmm. but again your time i'm we're glad that you're spending your time with us because <clears throat> you could be doing anything else on a thursday night <laughs> at 10 26 but you're sitting here with us so we we greatly appreciate you yeah so, thank you for thank having you. us thank you yeah uh I, I guess we're gonna do one last round before we uh switch over um I just want to know uh, first. Okay, for a lot of people who don't know where are you guys located at. <sighs> where where's the bottling plant going to be at? Where right. we can be at? Uh, so, so we started out as a California company. Long Beach. Long Beach, baby. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were there for four years, and um, because of the pandemic, grinding, yeah, grinding it out. Grinding. There's there's nothing about being out in the field from selling it on the corner, parking lots mm-hmm. popping up in, in the mall. We, we have done it all. Oh. And uh, so, so uh, we, we, we even experimented uh, with trying to live on this company 100%. For a, year. For a year, we lived on delicious beverage out there hustling in California. 100%. What was the name of Corner Bay? South and uh, <laughs> uh, Paramount. Paramount and South Street, yeah, baby. baby. So anybody from uh, Long Beach knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, that's that. South Street. Um, there used to be a club there, and my cousin was telling me about it, and uh, a couple gunshot fights. I don't know. But that club no longer existed, but the parking lot is still there. And uh, we were out there selling January, February. March in the winter, and that was the beauty of California. That people were still rolling up buying lemonade in right. the middle of the winter time. Right. Um, and then we were <laughs> we were hitting the concerts or whatever. Anybody from California probably knows about the, the taste of soul, and then also the uh, taste of uh, Oakland or Oakland soul or something. Art and soul in Oakland, they love us in Oakland. So appreciate y'all, um, but. I was gonna say, uh, because of the pandemic, we um, we were forced to uh, rethink the business, mm-hmm. and we we were able to re divert our energy into creating these amazing products that you can get online now, and so uh, definitely. Uh, and um, my day job allowed us to move to Atlanta, so we are currently. Uh, in Atlanta and about to do it real big with the uh, restaurant and manufacturing. We want it to be closer to uh, the We Buy Black community because a lot of the businesses that they put in their black bag, I'm not sure what it's called, the monthly bag, are within a certain radius of of Atlanta. Uh, So we wanted to make sure we had the biggest um, opportunity for success. Uh, And so just that platform alone, um, the business that we can get from there as manufacturers, it is going to be tremendous. So that's the restaurant will be somewhere in the metro Atlanta area. Our manufacturing uh, facility will be in the metro Atlanta area. And we didn't mention, um, so you met Mark in um, Maryland. 
So we also have an affiliate in Louisiana and Phoenix. So we have a total of um, three. Nice, yeah. nice, nice, yeah. We're growing. Look, it's I'm I'm hearing I mean there's a plan in place and I, I'm seeing at least I mean the product is amazing so I can only imagine you know where it's gonna go. Uh CBE. Uh yeah, my last question. Um because uh Al, you've been mentioning, you know, going to the website, like trying to drive, you know, traffic there for the purchases and stuff, and then you know, eventually having talking about the Amazon and the walmart.com. How do you, do you think that being able to have the online presence has benefited you guys with, you know, just the the way of the world, how it's been the last year and a half, being able to, you know, do a lot of the business online? Yeah, absolutely. Um, We actually, we're in the Instagram slash Facebook doghouse right now. Um, We got, somehow affiliated with alcohol oh, wow. um, people use our product to make amazing alcoholic <laughs> beverages so they start all kinds of delicious beverages on our page about spicy pineapple and tequila and so somehow we got connected to alcohol and now they won't advertise for us they won't mm. allow us to uh promote the product so we're just we're on there and we're growing with, you know, the number of uh, fans and whatnot, but we can only, you know, what we post is our fans can share that, but we can't promote our stuff until we get out of the doghouse. Wow. Got it. Uh, so this is an interesting question from uh, the comments. I have flavor packets to my water. Is this something you all can offer? Um, yeah, oh, well, this, this, I mean, we formulated it to be, great with our sweet tea and lemonade mm-hmm. but there's a tremendous amount of people that use this straight into water mm-hmm. they uh they squirt it into water stir it up so it's way less sugar it's uh it has that flavor um and of course it's all natural so uh people just use the strawberry water it's it's much nice. more healthier than those packets because if you read the label on those packets some of that stuff you can't pronounce so uh, we, we wanted yeah. labels that Same every label. word on the label, you know what it is and what it's for. Very good nice. point. Cool. Nice. Um, don't, don't have a question. I just want to say, um, actually congratulations. Thank you. Um, keep pushing the culture, um, as far as the way that you have been, um, and you know, your story and what you're trying to do and what you have been doing, uh, is what, you know, I, what I look for into, you know, one day of seeing Black Wall Street happen again is because yeah. of is because yeah. of the type of stuff that you two are doing. Um, it's great for uh, the the next generation and even the ones even after that to see how you put it down and hopefully that that's um, they see the hard work and they're able to take and run with that and make it even bigger than what you were able to do with the time that you had it. Yeah. I appreciate yes. it. Thank you. Okay, so. Gave you guys a little bit of homework, <laughs> and th- th- since we are uh, music, I mean, since we're we're we're, we're music based, we're we're into everything, movies, we, we love all that stuff, um, and everybody's answer most of the time is different. So we right. ask everyone their top three movies and their top three albums because it's just good conversation piece. So we can start with the movies, um, and we'll go from there. 
Hmm. Go ahead, Faith. Oh, okay. So, top three movies: um, Minister Society. Society. Hey, come on. Uh, Boiler Room. Uh, that's the that's the business person in yeah. it. Great show. <laughs> and Pulp Fiction. Oh, my yeah. Okay. Wow. Those are great. Uh, I'm so awesome. uh, <laughs> remember the Titans. Oh, awesome movie. Online, and then my chick movie, The Notebook. Nice. Uh, okay. Good movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, real quick about. Unfortunately, the- I know so much about that notebook movie. <laughs> <laughs> it just builds a little bit of character. Um, so, with real quick about the Pulp Fiction, because we never got that one. And I love that movie. What do you, what what is in that briefcase? Everyone, I, I, when I when I me and I have conversations with people about Pulp Fiction, everyone has their own take on what's in that briefcase when they open it up. And all this gold just shines. You never see what's in it, but just the reflection of gold comes out of it. Do you, do you have a take on what's what's in the briefcase? I I <laughs> I really don't. I I really don't. Okay. I, it's it's a good mystery. Um, it's yeah. probably some gold. I don't know. Good. Well, a lot. Of, a couple people say it's it's his soul. Marcellus' soul. Because uh, they mentioned that a couple times throughout the movie. But I, you know, I don't know. It's a good take on it. Uh, let's do albums. Okay. You first. Um, Jill Scott. Who is Jill Scott? Hey. Um, uh, Rihanna uh, Loud. Okay. Um, and um, Beyonce Homecoming. Nice. Okay. Yeah. I thought the question was your favorite album. It is. So of it all could, time. Yeah, of all time. Oh, whatever. Right. You so, can do it of all time. Uh, Prince, sign of the times. Hey, hey, wait a minute. Let's stop right there. Let's stop right there. Let's stop right Nothing else matters on that list. Nothing else is going to matter on that list. So, so what I'm saying is, I literally only had one album here. And I said, oh, I, I got to do three so I can conform. But I really have one album here. And then I added two more. So, okay. Let's five minutes of funk. Oh. Yeah, I, I've been I've been beating out that friends beat way before That's... Snoop walked on the beat against <laughs> Corona. That friends beat that's that used to be my knock. I, 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 you didn't have to answer the door. You knew it was me because I'm beating the friends on the door. And then finally, uh, the chronic Dr. Dre. Ooh, okay. Awesome albums. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> always love, I always lo- I always love to get the West Coast representation on here. Come on thank now. you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes. Yeah, but let's remember the first thing you said was sign of the times. Uh, I just go. remember that. Let's remember that. That's an awesome album. Okay. I went back and forth there. No, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, all right. So you guys know E Rich. He, he you know he's our Cali representative. Hey, yeah, and uh, so I know you guys have probably formed an opinion of him right about up until now, right? Because this is where he is going to give you, you know, his his unpopular or popular opinion. And, you know, most people from here, you know, turn the show off. I don't know. So if, if you leave during the middle of this segment, I understand it's happened before. Okay. So. <laughs> Go ahead, e. no. No. So uh, to give you just, a, a, like I said, to give you a background of, of this segment of is it just E? Um, you know, things that I think of that I feel like other people um, don't want to say, uh, they don't want to just have, you know, they they have their own opinion, but they just really don't want to 
you know, they don't want to really kind of, you know, poke the bear, if you will. Uh, one of the biggest ones, um, you know, two of them, I'll tell you. One is that I truly believe that Taco Bell tastes better than Chipotle. Um, but also being from California, we also know the real Mexican food is out here, period. You know, just the side taco trucks and all and the and the ladies with the carts. But, you know, uh, and, and of course, you know, uh, as the comment section has already hinted to that lemon pepper wings are trash. Um, you never, <laughs> you never get a consistent lemon pepper. So I think that is the worst combination ever. Uh, see that look, see, I, somebody else just believes it. So, um, and I try, I try to create the segment, uh, based upon the guest or, you know, what's going on. Uh, and because you guys have blessed us with the, uh, the drinks, you know, one of the questions I always thought, um, to myself was, um, uh, is it just me? Or is crushed ice better than cubed ice when you when you put it in your drink? When you have it in your drink, right to this day, crushed ice seems to hit different than the, just the regular cube ice that you get anywhere else. The crushed ice seems to keep every like it doesn't water the the drink down. Um and I believe every every time that you drink, it's just it's, it's just enough. You still get a, enough ice. That it keeps it cool, but like I said, it doesn't water it down. So in my in my opinion, crushed ice is way better than cubed ice. Mm-hmm. And as a chemical engineer, it allows more heat transfer. Uh, there you go. Boom. There it Look is. Look at that. See that? <laughs> <laughs> what I'm talking about right there. Cools the drink down thirty percent faster. See? Look at that. But okay. So prior to last week. When I before I tasted delicious beverage, uh, everyone knows I'm a huge Chick Fil A sweet tea fan, right? It's probably tons of sugar and le- not amount of tea, but they use crushed ice, and it always waters my tea down faster than I can drink it. So forget crushed ice, <laughs> cubed ice, because at least that lingers at the top. <laughs> crushed ice goes all the way to the bottom and it waters down that tea that I've been waiting for all week long. That's so. because that's because that tea is nothing but sugar, and therefore that's why it's getting weighed down. So what you need to do is get off, get off of that, get off, get off of that, get off of that, 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 that ten pounds of sugar that you're drinking look, in that styrofoam cup. I don't, I don't care what it is. It was it, the only thing it was. The only, the only thing it was was two ninety nine out of my pocket, and I want what I want. So, PB, <laughs> how do you look. feel? Um. I think what when I think of crushed ice, and this is obviously different for E because living out in Cali, um, their seasons are different. But I think of summer when I think of crushed ice. Like I associate drinking beverages with crushed ice during the summertime. I don't know why, um, but I don't like if I'm thinking about cubed ice. It's not because of my everyday beverages. That's if I'm making cocktails on the weekend or something like that. So um, I haven't had a cocktail yet that is actually based around crushed ice. I know that there are, and I'm sure they're probably great. Um, so, I mean, it's it probably is crushed ice, honestly. Like, because outside of drinking, you know, like an old fashioned or something like that. Yeah, I'm thinking summertime. I'm thinking by the pool, you know. Doritos and uh and and some bologna sandwiches at the at the water park. 
You guys have to don't 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 mind CB. He cut his beard, and ever since then, it's just kind of been like I don't know what's happening after that. But uh, oh man, he hit us with the bologna sandwiches. Okay, Fanny, do you have a take on this? I prefer cube. Cube is old school, man. Like you know. (laughs) No, it those big trays you have to crack open and dump <laughs> out the cube. Yeah, cube is I, old school. I like the cube because if I'm drinking a glass of water, I don't want to crush that. Because every time you take a sip, all these little bitty pieces of ice going down your mouth, you're trying to catch, keep up. I like the cube. I know where it's at. I'm a crushed ice eater, though. I know. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Yeah, I prefer the cube. Exactly. It's food and a beverage. Plus, I was in Vegas once drinking some whiskey, and I said, do you want this on the rocks? And I was like, yeah. And then I was like, wait a minute, what's that? It was just one big rock. Yeah, put put mine over the big rock. And so she poured me some whatever it was, Glidden Livets. So you know it's already twenty bucks, and then she <laughs> added the rock, a uh, ice cube, six dollars. Wow! Wow! Because it was a perfectly shaped. Oh, it was beautiful. But six dollar ice. Wow. That's Vegas. You know, people go crazy over Sonic's ice. They, I mean, they literally bag and sell ice because people wow. love their ice. And if you're thinking about it, wow. ice is really just water, right? So it's just the way you freeze and cut your water. I don't know, whatever. Uh, again, where can everybody find you? Where can we find you? Uh, you have social media, Facebook, um, the yes. website. Yes. Facebook is deliciousbeverage.com. Oh, wait. Facebook, Facebook Delicious Beverage. Mm-hmm. Uh, Instagram is Delicious Bev LBC. Mm-hmm. LBC represent. Yeah, we got to keep the LBC. Uh-huh. Right. There it is right uh, there. Um, our website is deliciousbeverage.com. Awesome. And don't forget the promo code. Did you put that back yeah. up? Uh, uh, yep, yeah, it's up. I will, we will, and I'm going to promote that for you because uh, you got a couple people in the comments um, that definitely will be interested in. It's up here somewhere, but we'll put it up there. Uh, lost it in the comments. Okay. So, again, we want to thank you for joining us. For Black Business Series, um, I was. The shoes, the shoes get their own intro. It's just like a whole separate entity of the show. <laughs> We're huge sneakerheads, uh, and normally I play it about two or three times and piss everybody off in the comments. They like, don't press it again. Uh, oh, there's the, there's the code again. I knew. Thank you, Quinton. Thank you for looking up for us. See? Thank you. I, I must have my phone turned off because I haven't heard the. <laughs> but um, yeah. So there it is. Uh, so this is what we do our, our shoes. CB. Let me get you. Let me get you right. All right, CB. What's the what's the copper drop this week? So this week for copper drop um, is this wasn't planned that this year I was just going to be talking oh, about the cool. the answer for 
as many times as we have, but um, Reebok is bringing back the shoe that Allen Iverson wore when he stepped over Tyron Lu in the finals. Um, that was an iconic moment. It's really one of the only moments that the Sixers had in that series, mm-hmm. but that's people do remember that even though they lost, which, you know, mm-hmm. that just tells you, um, you know, about that moment in general. So Reebok is bringing those specific shoes back. Um, they're going to be 130 bucks. They're doing um, Lapstone and Hammer is actually getting an early release this week, but then the general release is first week of June. Um, but I've talked about them already at least three times so far this year. This is a must cop for me. Like I got to get this specific colorway because of what it represents. And I didn't have them back in the day when they originally released. Nice. What do you, now look, what do you think, Cleo? Look at the middle sh- the, the middle image here. They frame the shoe as if he's stepping over. At, this is so disrespectful. Um, but yeah, if I had a chance at him, I would I would definitely cop him. So if Al, Al, if you had an opportunity to get these, would you cop them or drop? I mean, cop, take them, drop. Now nah, you'll pass on them if you had an opportunity. That's a cop. There you I'm go. Out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm not spending $130 on some shoes. I got, I got supplies I need to buy. Yeah. We want support. He got that. He got that lifetime contract where he's still he's still getting residuals off all the shoes that they come out. Yeah, yeah. All right. That's a cop. Allegedly. Nah, so uh, th- you know what, I, CB. So the question I have, well, everybody clearly knows this is a cop because this was the first non-Nike shoe that ever graced my feet to even be on on any basketball court. Was were, were these, and then I promptly took them off and put my Jays back on. But anyway, um, the qu- <laughs> are they still are they still going to release the the alternate colors now that they're doing this one? Yeah. Um, as far as I know, this. Co- this kind of just came out of the the blue, but they must have been planning it because they, um, if you guys remember back when they did actual sneaker commercials, um, Jadakiss was in this video for these shoes with Allen Iverson and they brought him back to do some of the promo for Mm -hmm. the shoe coming back out. So um, I I just think that it's the year for the answer for as far as Reebok goes, they're just bringing back a bunch of the colorways and, you know, I, I'm not. I'm not complaining personally. All right, I'm complaining. Like right. <laughs> uh, oh, let me. I'll go. I'll go first. Uh, get this out the way. So, episode 100. I mean, I think everybody's holding back for 100. All their all their heat that they've they've got. But okay, I did get something. Oh, man. Um, and I was telling the guys early this week that this is probably one of the most comfortable shoes. I've purchased in a long wow. time. So, wow. are those the deltas? Yep, delta twos. They look better in person. Yeah, absolutely. React Soul, mm-hmm. which is comparable to the Adidas Boost. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a, a white color right here, and this is a brown. The the light. Mm-hmm. There you go. Damn. That's suede. Uh, yeah, this is this part of suede, the nice. brown. Uh, so 
He's done a lot of that tag stuff right there lately. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yep, that's me. Who's up next? Uh, I'll go ahead. Oh, nice. I I just want to say real quick about that shoe. Uh I I used to have a phrase uh, when you see people, you're like, how many billionaires you wearing? You know what I'm saying? Like, you're wearing Nike, he's a billionaire. You're wearing uh, Jordan, he's a billionaire. (laughs) Nike had nothing to do with Jordan. Jordan was just getting a check. But now that you're wearing Jumpmans, you're actually giving Jordan, who's a billionaire, his direct money. So I can appreciate Jordan making his Jumpman and him getting all the money. So, <laughs> uh, so because it's the 99th episode, I figured I'd do something different. Uh, yes, I am holding off on the heat for 100. So I'm going to go with a shoe that I may have showed before, but I also feel like because they're releasing a, yeah. a, a crap load of dunks, mm. I'm going here hey. uh, and, and just Old Faithful, some SBs. There you go. Right? But like I said, I probably showed them before, which is cool. Not an issue. Just a little black and brown. You know, it's the, the canvas, you know, feel to it. Um, Strap. But then I had a, I had to come up with something else, right? Because, you know, uh, as a sneakerhead, everybody always has this thing about do you wear your shoes right and the answer is hell yeah i wear my shoes (laughs) i even wear older shoes that have been out for so long that you can tell that i wear my shoes so he snuck two in there cb he snuck two in there (laughs) just making sure that everybody knows that i wear my shoes you know even you know as old as they are you know the 21s by the way (laughs) 21s <laughs> old as they are. You know. Wow. You mean, let me show you some shoes I wear. <laughs> uh, hold on. We got we're going to be keeping Alan Fanny here for, you know, the entire night. Um, so these joints right here. Oh, boy. Okay. I could, I could have saved these for 100 just because of the story behind them. But um, these joints are really hard to find. They're not on StockX, they're not on GOAT, they're not on any of the major sites because they specifically dropped in South Africa in honor of the South African rugby team winning the 2019 World Cup. Mm. They are sponsored by ASICS. So ASICS made a special commemorative like pack for them. Um, It was like a special jersey um, and these gel light threes. Whoa. They say uh, 2019 world champion on them. They got a Springbok on the back. Wow. Uh, And it's the color of the jersey. Um, They they have a gold and green jersey. Um, See the flag back there. Uh, And these are are special for me because my my brother-in-law is South African. He's from Durban. So um, the fact that you know, they won the World Cup. That was huge. And then being able to, like, me being a sneakerhead, it was just perfect that they did a sneaker release to commemorate the victory. Awesome. So um, this was, I, I searched for these. These have been, I've been hunting for these for a while. And to be able to find a pair in my size is, uh, this was a this was a come up. Nice. Wow. Awesome. I'm nervous about his 100th uh, shoe now. I'm nervous now. Uh-huh. I'm nervous. Oh, don't you worry. I got um exactly but now again we want to thank you guys for joining us tonight um again you could have been doing anything else this time of night on thursday but you sat here with us and you gave us some good knowledge um we will i'm definitely going to be using that promo code to 
to purchase some things. Um, but I, I'll be keeping my eyes and see what all these great things is getting ready to happen. But again, we want to thank you for joining us. Delicious beverage. Thank you. Us tonight. I enjoyed it. And we just got notified from the USPCO that our trademark for that logo. Don't be, don't be jacking our logo. <laughs> That's trademark now. There we go. That's awesome. That's awesome. Good. Um, we're going to be promoting the show throughout and um, hoping to get some eyes on this for you guys. But again, thank you. Uh, thank you everybody for watching. Uh, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. African. Yeah. The comments. The comments. Bro. Uh, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Um, hang on the room real quick while we go off air. But uh, we'll see you guys hopefully next week for episode 100. All right, all right y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Peace. Peace. All right.